What we're dealing with here is a total lack of respect for the law. You're listening to Done By Law. Brought to you by the Federation of Community Legal Centres. Good evening and welcome to Done By Law on 3CR 855am, 3cr.org.au and 3CR Digital. It's just on 6.09 and you're here with Beth and Marissa. Tonight we celebrate Midsummer with an overview of some wonderful work being done within the legal sector towards equality for LGBTIQ folks. We start with a chat I had yesterday with Lee Carney, Director of Legal Advocacy at the newly established LGBTIQ Plus Legal Advocacy and Human Rights Organisation, Equality Australia. Hi Lee and welcome to Done By Law. Thanks so much for having me on tonight, Beth. To start off, I thought if you could give us a brief background on Equality Australia What's your mandate and how was the organisation formed? So Equality Australia is Australia's very first national LGBTIQ plus legal advocacy and campaigning organisation. We saw great successes in our community last year from adoption equality finally becoming reality across Australia to achieving fair birth certificate laws in the Northern Territory. Um, But we recognise that there's still a long road ahead to achieve full LGBTIQ plus equality. The organisations which fundraised and campaigned against marriage equality um, are better resourced and more organised now than ever before following the postal survey Um, and we need a dedicated national legal advocacy and human rights organisation to take on that fight and that's why Equality Australia was established. That's so exciting. It sounds like it's a really incredible time for the um, LGBTIQ plus community in Australia. It is a really exciting time. I think when you look at how much change and how much has changed really in the last few decades, it's a level of kind of acceptance and reform that has been so hard fought but is really unusual when you look at long-term social change movements and we're unfortunately seeing that kickback effect from opponents of equality for people who don't support LGBTIQ plus people being treated equally in our communities and that's why it's so important that we can't take any of the wins that we've managed to take for granted. Definitely and with that in mind um, what do you working on over the next year? What are your main law reform and advocacy priorities for 2019? So we're kicking off 2019 by focusing on four key issues of discrimination currently facing the LGBTIQ plus community. Uh, firstly, ensuring all schools protect their LGBTIQ plus students and teachers from discrimination. Secondly, removing the unnecessary barriers that prevent trans and gender diverse people from updating their ID. Number three, um, ending unnecessary surgeries being performed on intersex infants and children in hospitals in Australia today. And finally, working to bring ends to LGBT religious conversion therapy, which I think many people are surprised still happens inside certain religious communities um, where they see um, LGBT people as sick and broken instead of human and whole. And so that's what we're going to be focusing on for this year. And so, Lee, I noticed online that you have a campaign running at the moment um, in relation to faith-based schools and um, their uh, policies in relation to trans and gay students and teachers. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? 
So we are running a petition at the moment to protect LGBTQ plus students and teachers. Unfortunately, we're going to be, um, because we're pre-recording this, we're going to be delivering that today to all federal senators to ask them to pass protections for teachers and students to ensure that no new laws will wind back equality. Um, but by the time that this goes to broadcast, we'll have closed that petition. We're currently at 3,000 signatures. And really the purpose of this petition is to show that there is strong public support um, for equality and to remove discrimination against students and teachers in religious schools. That's great. And what are you hoping will be the result of that petition? We're going to be taking that um, petition and putting it with some um, an online survey that's been conducted by Essential Research and also a legal and policy submission that we've written and we're going to be presenting that to a Senate committee inquiry um, to look into a bill that's currently before Parliament that would remove discrimination against LGBTQ plus students in schools. So what came out when the um, leaks of the Religious Freedom Review report happened last year was that we still have laws in Australia which allow religious schools which receive taxpayer funding to expel, suspend, discipline or otherwise discriminate against LGBTQ plus students in schools. That is completely unacceptable. It's outdated, it's discriminatory and a majority of Australians don't support these kinds of laws remaining in effect. And we're really hoping there can be some action on this as soon as possible. There's been so much delay and political point scoring on on this issue, it is time to do the right thing. It is time to finally remove this discrimination. Definitely. I know that a lot of these campaigns probably involve building on those strong coalitions that were formed during the Magic Quality campaign. What organisations are you excited to be working with in 2019? Uh, we are so excited to be working with a whole range of LGBTIQ plus community organisations in 2019. We know that we're stronger when we work together. Um, and so in addition to working with, you know, community advocates, it's also so important that we work with our allies, with legal organisations, law firms, community legal centres and legal aid commissions, uh, but all people on the ground who care about LGBTIQ plus rights, our friends and family who know that we don't have full equality yet and are willing to take action until we finally do. And I know that you mentioned community legal centres as one of the mix of organisations that you're working with. We'll also be speaking with Sam Elkin, the inaugural LGBTIQ plus outreach lawyer tonight. Have you had much dealings with their service and, and what other experiences have you um, had working uh, with community legal organisations and legal aid organisations on this issue? We are always so excited to be working with legal organisations. It's really interesting, I think, that we've only now started to see specific positions for LGBTIQ plus legal services in Victoria. Other states have LGBTIQ plus dedicated legal services and we're really um, behind the eight ball here in Victoria. But hopefully that can change soon. Hopefully um, we can work together better on legal and policy submissions. I think during the Marriage Equality Postal Survey, what was fantastic to see was so many community legal centres um, and Victoria Legal Aid really speaking up and campaigning and joining the fight. And what we often talk talk to our ally organisations about is the fact that um, it's not enough to be silent and assume that LGBTIQ plus people accessing your service will know that you are accepting and welcome and will appreciate them in all of their diversity. When you have people who have historically faced significant levels of discrimination, particularly in accessing services that other people take for granted, it is really important to do the proper training, to be visible and vocal and loud in your support of LGBTIQ plus rights.
That's great advice to take on board. And if there are organisations looking for more information about this and, and more information about Equality Australia, where do you recommend that we go? Uh, well, you can go to Equality Australia's new website, which is <laughs> www.equalityaustralia.org.au. And um, there's lots of other resources available. You know, please feel free to get in touch with us on there and we can definitely point you to them. Great. And finally, I understand that you're presenting at tomorrow night's Soul Out Midsummer Hypothetical. For those folks who want to catch up with what's happening, um, where can we find a bit more information about this? And could you give us a little bit of a, a teaser as to what people can expect? Um, I, I don't even really know what to expect. What's going to happen is there's going to be a series of hypothetical questions posed to a number of panellists who are going to be asked our positions on them. They're all to do with LGBTIQ plus rights and issues. Um, I imagine they'll cover a broad range of issues. Um, I don't know what they are just now, although you can watch it online on Channel 31 um, and you can also watch it on Thorn Harbour Health's um, YouTube page if you want to watch it after tonight and you didn't manage to snag some tickets. Amazing. Thanks so much, Lee, for chatting with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me on board. And that was Lee Carney, Director of Legal Advocacy at the newly established LGBTIQ plus Legal Advocacy and Human Rights Organisation, Equality Australia. It's 6.24 and you're here with Beth and Marissa on Done By Law, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR.org.au and 3CR Digital. That was Here, Something by June Jones, chosen by our next guest, Victoria's inaugural LGBTIQ plus outreach lawyer, Sam Elkin. Sam works for the LGBTIQ Legal Service, a health justice partnership between St Kilda Legal Service and Thorn Harbour Health, which was formerly known as the Victorian AIDS Council. Hi, Sam, and welcome to Done By Law. Hello, thank you for having me. Not at all. Um, how did you come to be the inaugural Victorian LGBTIQ plus outreach lawyer? Um, well, I was probably very lucky. Um, this is really my dream job. So um, I used to work in the uh, anti-discrimination law team at Victoria Legal Aid. And um, so, yeah, I, I'd done a lot of work with uh, LGBTIQ clients who were... Uh, wanting to run discrimination complaints and yeah when I heard that there was an opportunity to provide a generalist legal support to LGBTIQ people at Thorn Harbour Health um, yeah I just jumped at the chance to do it so yeah that's me. And what sorts of assistance do you provide um, at that legal service? Um, so we're a very general service so I'm primarily a civil lawyer so that's the kind of law that is not criminal and is not family law that um, no one ever knows about but um, yes yeah, stuff like employment law, Centrelink appeals, change of name type stuff that's a lot of the stuff that I do. I also do a lot of tenancy and family violence related matters so it's very broad. Most of the clients I see are referred to me through Thorn Harbour Health so they have um, an alcohol and other drug service and counselling services and family violence services. So most clients I see are already connected with Thorn Harbour Health, but the ones that aren't that come to me, um, you know, by self-referring, I often refer back in for other services. So it's a great health justice partnership that we're running here. And um, you're currently running a legal needs service seeking feedback on LGBTQ plus people's experience of sexual harassment in the workplace. What's that about? Yes, we've gone survey mad um, over the last few weeks. I now know more about SurveyMonkey than I ever wanted to. Um, we had a 
survey at Midsummer Carnival that was just a general um, legal needs survey that we ran with Fitzroy Legal Service, and that was really interesting to find out what kind of legal needs LGBTIQ people have and what they would like to see in future in terms of service delivery. Um, with the sexual harassment survey, I attended uh, one of the Australian Human Rights Commission's consultations for the LGBTIQ community on sexual harassment in the workplace. And just having those conversations sort of made me realise that sexual harassment might look a little bit different in our communities um, and there might be some cultural assumptions that sexual harassment is, uh, you know, cis men sexually harassing cis women and um, that certainly happens. Uh, but, um, yeah, we wanted to provide some sort of diverse and different examples of the way that uh, sexual harassment can, can affect and, and hurt workplaces. So... We've got heaps of responses. We've got almost 200 responses and we're looking for more. So we'll be reporting to the Australian Human Rights Commission as part of that consultation to try and make uh, the laws and the processes work better for LGBTIQ people. And is that survey something that people can complete still? Yes, please do. Um, you can find it via our Facebook page. Is probably the easiest thing to do if you search LGBTIQ Legal Service. Um, you should be able to find it. Yeah, so I think it's facebook.com as LGBTQ Legal Service. And also to contact you, can people email you? Absolutely, yeah. If you're having trouble finding it, just email me. It's am at sklf.org.au. And, um, yeah, love, love it when people email me. So, yeah, by all means. Great. You've been running some training. You've got some training coming up to help organisations become more LGBTIQ plus inclusive without giving too much away. Any tips that you can share for people today? Yeah. So, again, we've partnered with Thorn Harbour Health to provide this training. Um, so it's this one that's coming up on Thursdays, focusing on the community legal centre sector. And um, we'll be talking about stuff that's relevant to all organisations around inclusivity. So things like you know, not assuming what people's pronouns are, you know, not deciding what somebody's gender is just based on how they sound on the telephone, things like that. In terms of the way that community legal centres in particular and lawyers can do things differently, we'll be talking about issue spotting in terms of LGBTIQ legal issues. So, for example, the way family violence can be addressed or not addressed um, in certain situations by Victoria Police due to certain you know, uh, heteronormative assumptions. We'll be discussing things like that. We'll also be discussing immigration law issues and how that affects LGBTIQ people. So, for example, people who are HIV positive and seeking to reside in Australia who might be international students with de facto partner visa applications and how they can be rejected on the grounds of their status. So we'll be talking about how the law affects LGBTIQ people in a whole bunch of different ways and um, we'll also be discussing referral pathways and stuff like that so that we can um, better work with each other to get people the help they need. Thanks so much for that quick chat, Sam. And I'm sure people who attend the training will have a lot more to come. We introduced you by playing a song that you chose here, Something by June Jones. Um, why did you pick that song? Oh, well, I'm just a big fan. Um, I saw June Jones perform at Salon Pop at the Melbourne Recital Centre, which was, um, it was on International Transgender Day of Remembrance. I assume that was intentional. And it featured a whole bunch of trans and gender diverse musicians and it was just an amazing night and 
yeah, I've become June Jones' number one fan, so I can't wait until she puts out a whole album and, you know, goes on tour and stuff. We can all watch her gigs because, yeah, she's just an absolute superstar in waiting, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, thanks so much for chatting with us, Sam. We've been speaking with Sam Elkin, Victoria's inaugural LGBTIQ plus outreach lawyer, and Lee Carney, Director of Legal Advocacy at the newly established LGBTIQ plus Legal Advocacy and Human Rights Organisation Equality Australia. It's 6.31 and you've been listening to Done By Law on 3CR 855am, 3cr.org.au and 3CR Digital. Hope you enjoyed our Midsummer Double Special and Voice of West Papua is coming up next. 